Hi and welcome to the very first episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from GTD Nordic. I'm Morten Rövik and I'm here with my friend and colleague Lars Rotskill Henriksen. Hello Lars. Hi Morten, happy to be here. Uh, I've really been looking forward to creating this uh, podcast with you. Um, we know a lot of GTDers across the Nordics and uh, around the world uh, and our goal with this podcast is to support you in using the GTD methodology to clear your mind, to stay present with whatever you're doing, to help you achieve stress-free productivity and we hope that you find these episodes valuable regardless of your GTD experience. And since this is the very first episode, we decided to focus on uh, what's in it for me or what's in it for you, the listener. What will you achieve if you uh, get good at getting things done and uh, hopefully inspire you a little to listen to the next episode. So uh, I know, Lars, that you have a story you tell when people ask you about why are you doing GTD and how did you stumble into this and um, could you share with the listeners what is your story how did you end up here yeah so uh, so the, i graduated back in 2008 as a, a graduate engineer in software systems engineering i think is the english term um, and i was hired as a consultant in copenhagen living in in Odense. Uh, and i had really been looking forward to this uh, you know uh, we were uh, lucky to be subsidized in denmark when we go to go to school go to the university uh, but of course the the paycheck is is rather different when you when you leave the university and i'd been been looking forward to that as anyone else uh, and then looking forward to working from from nine to five and really relaxing after that from from five to nine uh, enjoying the weekends and, and not feeling any any pressure or any any stress uh, around that as I as I knew from the university and uh, as anyone else uh, I, I I experienced that this was really not the case uh, it was a challenging job definitely not nine to five uh, also really difficult to to disconnect uh, from from work um, I, I kept thinking about work when I left the the office uh, also on the weekends um, so I was really you know wondering what uh, you know so someone else has has run into this problem before me for sure so I went looking and um, I found uh, getting things done uh, as the first thing when I was searching for for a way to handle this. Um, the way I found it was a recording of a seminar that David did, uh, I'm sure, a long time ago. Um, and uh, so I listened to that for these say, eight, nine hours. And the only thing that I picked up back then was to start writing things down. And that uh, just wasn't a, a normal thing for me. I know when I when I speak to people today, there's, uh, you know, some people are already good at this. That was certainly not the case for me. I was intentionally not writing things down because I was convinced that the best place to have them was in your head. Uh, so I was probably a, a perfect case for uh, for GCD. So I um, just picking that up that habit, started writing things down in meetings, started writing things down when they they popped into my mind, regardless of where I was uh, where I sat, was really a, a huge difference for me uh, in how I was able to prioritize my work, remember all the things I had to remember, uh, getting stuff out of my head and then disconnecting when I had left the office so I didn't have to go and remember all the stuff that I was, uh, you know, uh, had learned that day. Uh, that really made a huge difference for me. Really, really felt uh, felt different, felt so much better. So I, um, I went out and got the book and uh, read through and, and applied the five steps that we are uh, certainly going to, to look into as part of this podcast. 
And uh, the primary place for me where I needed them the most was was on my email inbox. That was uh, already back then, 10 years ago now, when we report, record this podcast. Um, it was really a challenge already. Uh, we were a small small Danish office, part of a global organization, uh, and, and a lot of stuff happened via email. So getting on top of email, getting to inbox zero, finding my way to, to that was really a big difference for me in, in feeling that I had the overview of, of all the stuff that I needed to take care of, but also um, with the lists, with the system, it, may, it helped me create a more, uh, much more sound uh, flow, I would say, in my work, uh, the, specifically the waiting for a list, as I'm sure we'll, we'll dive into at some point, uh, was really helpful for me in, in making sure that we had this, this flow of work that we didn't, you know, keep, you know, kept running from fire to fire, putting things out, that there, you know, there was a continuity in my work and, and, and help things uh, happen uh, in, in a steady pace rather than, you know, running around. So both for me and my colleagues, this was a, this was a help, I think. The last thing I like to mention about my uh, way into GCD was the weekly review. So referring to, to step four and reflect in the five steps. Um, so uh, every Friday afternoon when I was heading to the train, so there was about a, a two-hour commute from the office to my home. So I had a lot of time on my hands there to, to for example, do a weekly review. And, and back then, that was the, the best time for me to, to catch up. Uh, so I would print my pages. Back then, it was from uh, Remember the Milk, uh, still, still around as a list manager. Don't use it anymore, but uh, I still come across people that do. And um, I would print out those 10, 12 pages, if I remember correctly, and I would sit on the train and I would go through those lists and I would, you know, cross things out and I would add new things that, that came into my mind. Oh, now we heard back from him, so now we can can start doing this. And really, really clearing my mind, getting all the stuff out of my head, uh, connected online uh, as I was approaching the train station in, in Odense where I had to get off uh, and had that stuff entered into my, my system online uh, and then throwing those, those uh, 12 pages out on the train station when I got off the train, uh, I really experienced the weekend in a whole, you know, totally different way than I had had before. Really, being able to be present with uh, friends and family when we uh, were spent time together over the weekend, and also, you know, on, on Mondays it was so much easier to come back to work because. Uh, I had really enjoyed the weekend, uh, had, uh, you know, stayed present there. And, and also I just had to show up and, and look at my lists and, and start working. It was so much easier than, than before. So I, I really gave this book to bosses, to colleagues, to friends, uh, family. Uh, I uh, started the uh, the LinkedIn group for Danish GTDers back uh, back in 2011, I think it was 2012, and uh, I think that's where we originally found each other, Morten. That you uh, you I think you found me in there, and uh, uh, we we talked about becoming a GTD trainer and uh, and working with GTD in Denmark, and uh, yeah, now now we're here. Mm-hmm. The rest is history, as they say. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about you? Well, yeah, my my story is similar to yours. Um, uh, that has similarities. Um, back in two thousand six, I started in a new job as a managing director for an IT consultancy here in in Norway, and I was hired because I was. Um, reckoned to be a, a rather organized person in. In the first place, but I understood very quickly that if I said yes to this job, I will have a lot more difficult time keeping on top of things. And I said just yes to this job, knowing that I would be quite stressed because of all the you know the the stuff that life hurdles towards you. So I, when I started the job, I also 
on the, I think maybe the first week I started there, I stumbled upon uh, the Getting Things Done methodology by David Allen in a podcast called uh, uh, This Week in Tech. This is, by the way, still around. So if you want to look at a, or see a good technology podcast, I, I recommend This Week in Tech. And uh, But they talked about, there was a guy there who talked about uh, getting things done and all the, you know, the moving parts of the methodology so that you give an overview. And I t- was thinking that, hey, this sounds interesting. Let me, let me learn something more about this. So I, I looked up online, I could find the book online, and I found it as an audiobook. And so I downloaded that and listened, it, listened to the book when I start commuting to, to work. And um, I listened maybe one week, and then I started uh, implementing what the book said. And I, then I reread or reheard the book, and I implemented some more. And I immediately saw a difference in my own experience of reality in the way that I, you know, I just started in a new job, a lot more to do than I had before, a lot more people to be managing and more and more complex projects to handle. And at the same time, I felt more on top of things with a clearer head. And uh, this is kind of counterintuitive. So I started, um, you know, working more and more with the methodology, starting emptying my head on a regular basis and felt the fresh breeze of clarity blow through my head and thinking, oh, I must continue doing this. And when I did my um, reflection time, the reviews, the weekly reviews, I felt really on top of things and more in control than ever before. And then started my dream of, and my question, actually, my question was, why is this not part of uh, the school? Why don't we learn this in school? Why is this not available here? It's available as a book. Um, I later learned that in Norway the the book is was available, but the translation was not very good. So, and that started the dream of starting, you know, what's become now the GTD Nordic um, for Norway, Sweden, Denmark, and Finland. We are now present in these countries. We are now thirteen people, in addition to me, who works with this. And um, and this is a dream come true for me. And uh, I really, really couldn't think of a day I could survive without GTD now because it's become such an integrated part of who I am and how I operate just stop keeping things in my head has helped me tremendously to be present in the moment and also giving me some advantages uh, in the things I do um, both professionally and and personally I feel more present with my family when I'm with my, my fiance when I'm with my son and with my colleagues and clients, I feel more present. I am more focused. I'm not one of those who you see glance over and you understand there's nobody home. <laughs> I think we all have seen those in meetings or in your family. You know, when you're in your family, you understand suddenly your mom or dad or, or your, your son is not there because they're, your, your children are not there because they're, they're somewhere else in their mind. They go, the mind doesn't wander. It, it's pulled into some problem or worry they have in school or work or personally. So I'm, I'm happy I'm not one of those. I'm more present in what I do. 
and um, I can handle a lot more uh, both ambiguity and an unclarity than I did before because I don't have to have all the answers I just have to write down what I want to achieve with these problems and trying to identify that uh, these issues that arises so I worry a lot less than I did before and um, believe me <laughs> to run or to uh, help run f f you know four countries is uh, companies in four countries is well it's it's complex and it's diverse and it's a lot of moving small parts that you need to keep track of to make sure you make meaningful progress of the most important things. So that's what is in it for me. More clarity, more space, more overview, more control and in improved and increased productivity. I make more of the right stuff. So that's me. And I think it's worth mentioning that on top of the four countries, you're also the master trainer for the Nordics. So uh, any any GTD trainer in the Nordics is also trained by you. So that's an added workload as well to your uh, to your day to day life. Um, and just to to also reflect on the uh, what what's in it for me. Uh, I think when when <clears throat> when I talk to people. Uh, it, it really changes over time, or at least it has for me. What's what's the most valuable? So, initially, it for me it was great to be able to to disconnect from work and also to help me become more more productive, doing more of the right things, as you just said, uh, because I was very career oriented. Um, and now, reflecting on on what's what's also valuable for me in GTD is definitely, as you say, to stay present with uh, with the family. I became a father a bit over three years ago now, and and the ability to stay present when when i'm with him uh, or with my other son you know sitting on the floor mm -hmm. playing with the duplo train and and not being you know worried about uh, last week's uh, sales meetings or next week's presentations whatever it might be that i can actually stay present there that's probably the most valuable part of gtd for me now yeah i can i can totally relate to that absolutely absolutely I think maybe now is the time for us to um, to give the listeners a bit of an overview of what is this really and uh, what is GTD and we kind of told you what's in it for you before we tell you what is what is it really <laughs> so so let's uh, I'll try and start us off um, with a definition of getting things done and maybe you can uh, walk us through the the, the five steps um, sure yeah so this is a methodology. Um, which is, you know, a set of best practices uh, that is interlinked and holistic. They are um, interlinked in the way that they have one, one core principle, underlying principle, is that your head is fantastic to get ideas, not holding them. Your head is made for reflection, creativity, problem solving, not as a system for all your to-dos, like remember, buy cat food, uh, two milk on the way home, call Bob on Thursday to, to um, make arrangements for, for, for weekend, sign the contract before you go home. And uh, this methodology is then devised around how can we keep our heads as empty as possible so uh, that we get the most problem solving in the moment. And it is um, the set of best practices is helping you to keep your head clear, but also make sure you do the right things because it's in a two axis. We're going to talk about the five steps, which is one axis to make sure you have control, 
but you also need perspective. So you need to understand where you're going to make sure you're doing the most, um, the most of the right things, just not doing most, which is a problem if you're just doing, you don't know if you're doing the right thing. So you, know, you need to know where you're going. So the methodology is devised around these two axes and you can then move freely uh, into doing the things you think is the more appropriate in the moment when you have some spare time to do things. If it's nothing on your calendar, what do I do? There's a lot of people ending up procrastination or doing you know, silly things that's not maybe the right things to do in the moment. I know I did before and I still fall into that trap every now and then, but I know how to get out of it really fast. So, but Lars, can you walk us through the five steps and give us an overview of why is this important, maybe? Yeah, exactly. So, so just to also con continue that that train of thought, I meet a lot of people in, especially in our, our seminars and coaching, that that you know when they describe their day, they are really run by what shows up in their inbox uh, rather than actually working on what what's most important. So, a good starting point for a lot of people, uh, including myself, uh, was these five steps to help you gain gain control. Um, the first of the five steps is uh, called capture, and that means to to capture all of the stuff that shows up in your world, in your mind, whatever comes into your life through the various uh, inboxes, uh, and and place that in specific uh, areas that you know you will return to at a later stage. So we would, for example, set up inboxes that you know you would get to the bottom of to make sure that your mind trusts that you have this uh, this under control, so it can let them go. Um, but that is, uh, of course, only the, the first step. Uh, so to be sure that it's off your mind and to make it more easy to work with, we have the, the next two steps, clarify and, and organize. And uh, the second step, clarify, is about making decisions. So picking up everything that's in your inbox one by one uh, and, and figuring out what does this mean to me? What's, what's really in this? Uh, figuring out, you know, the next actions, the projects, for those of you already familiar with GTD. Uh, and that leads us to the, uh, the, the third steps, which is uh, organize. So now we, we know what we're dealing with here. Now we can, can set up the appropriate places, uh, the appropriate categories for us to use for each of these, uh, each of these things. So now we have the list. So the fourth step would uh, fourth step would be reflect, and that means to take a step back and, and get an overview. And you can you can re reflect on a on a specific list. You can take a step back and reflect on your week. You can can make even bigger reflections. But the most common one we we look into is the uh, the weekly review, and that's really a practice that is so helpful. That's also uh, very crucial to GTD, and it's also as I mentioned in my story just now, uh, it really made a huge difference for me in my ability to uh, to trust. My my work and to get get everything uh, out of my my head and being able to stay present. And last but not least is is engage, uh, just doing, uh, get, getting all the stuff done. And we have various models, perspectives on your your work, uh, helping you decide what to work on uh, on a moment to moment basis. That's the the fifth of the uh, five steps. Okay, thank you, Lars. And to add on on the five steps is that I can say something about um, the, how often do you do the, the different steps there is that when you capture things you captured everything all the time something is captured for you all the time like your email comes automatically into your your inbox but you also capture things that it has your attention you remember something oh my you know, there's an odd sound in my car and maybe I should do something about that. Instead of having that roaming around, you write it down. So you write things down all the time when things shows up. 
and then you do the clarify and organize. You do that, well, we say it at least once every 24 hours. Most people would do it maybe three times during a workday or maybe less. I don't know. It depends on your workload and how your workday is set up. But uh, clarify and organize things in your system uh, maybe once uh, at least every 24 hours. And then the, the reflect the review part where you look at things we say that you should do this as often as you must to keep things off your head in out out of your head um, but at least once a week we call that the weekly review and then the the execute part the do part the last step is you do that whenever you have some free time nothing is on your calendar you have one hour uh, free what do you do and you do then have a set of um, predefined tasks you've given yourself. They're called next actions, so it makes it easy for you to pick. And that's how the five steps works together to make your head empty at all times and appropriately, appropriately engaged. Um, we're getting on to 21 minutes here, Lars, and then maybe it's time to wrap things up. I think so. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, a lot of uh, cool episodes uh, coming up, and, and I'm really looking forward to, to sharing all this information and, and to, to hear back from all the, the, the listeners out there. Um, for those of you who have not uh, visited uh, us or are not aware of all the, the various places you can find us, a good starting point is gcdnordic.com. So that links out to all the, the different countries that Morten mentioned, and, and uh, for each of those countries, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, we have uh, the usual pages, but we have also groups of communities where with, uh, with uh, for example, J Danish GTDers uh, and the same in Norway. Uh, we have GTD meetups uh, across the countries. So in, in Stockholm, in uh, Odense, or not in Odense, but in, in Copenhagen and Aarhus and in Oslo and in, uh, in Finland, I guess it is in Helsinki as well. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, where, where people meet up and, and share their uh, knowledge of GTD and help each other become, become better GTDers. There are so many different places where we can 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 help each other out mm, yes and um, how long time will it take before they can hear from us again we haven't said our frequency yet so, but we talk about one episode every two weeks is that our goal now or I think that that's that's probably our goal. Yes, uh, trying to try to see if we can do this every two weeks. Uh, uh, it it I guess the workload varies across the year. So let let's see if we can stick to that schedule. I would love to do that at least. Uh, it's it's uh, I love doing these uh, podcasts. Yeah. Okay. So if you the listener wants us to do it more frequent or less frequent, let us know uh, in a comment in iTunes or anywhere else where you can find your podcast. Uh, or write us an email. You can find us, uh, if you go to gtdnordic.com, you'll find uh, the gtdnordic.dk and the gtdnordic.no, and you'll find us there. Send us a message. Reach out to us. Tell us what you'd like to hear. If you have some specific ta uh, sorry, subjects you would like us to, to address, uh, maybe we'll make a, a special episode for that if we get some, some interesting questions we can answer. So, should we say this is a wrap-up? I think so. Thanks, one. Thank you, Lars. And uh, to our listeners, uh, looking forward to, uh, to hear, hear from you. And uh, until next time, have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.